Today we celebrate the memorial of Saints Cyprian and Cornelius. One, Cornelius, was Pope, and the other, Cyprian, was Bishop, going all the way back to the third century. And they lived in a time in which it was very difficult to be a Christian, and even more so to be a shepherd of the church. To be the Pope practically was a death sentence because of the persecutions at that time. And even uh, the Bishop Cyprian, he was ordained a bishop only uh, in his second year of priesthood, and for the next eight years before he was martyred, he had to pretty much live in hiding the whole time. But both these two saints, they are instrumental in that time for keeping the unity of the church together in fighting the heresies of that time and the threat, and the threat of schism. Pope Cornelius was challenged by a heretic called Novation, who set himself up as Pope. He had some bishops ordain him a bishop of Rome, uh, and, or a bishop rather, but he claimed jurisdiction over Rome and claimed he was the Pope. So there was uh, two popes, the, the one who was validly elected and then the other who uh, was trying to usurp the, the chair of Peter. And eventually Pope Cornelius had a, a synod of bishops uh, confirm his papacy, and then excommunicate uh, Novation. And Novation's heresy was dealing with another problem at that time, the danger of apostasy, right? With all the persecution going on by the Romans, there were Christians who valiantly died for their faith, who were martyrs for the faith, but then there were also those who unfortunately apostatized, who denied Jesus right there in front of others. And usually what it was is it was to uh, worship the Roman gods and offer the Roman gods incense, offer uh, up worship to a false god. And it doesn't seem like much, right, to just say, all right, you know, here's some incense. There's just some grains of incense I'm offering up. But in my heart, I still believe in you, Lord Jesus. What does Jesus say in the gospel? Why do you call me Lord, Lord, but not do what I command? If you call the Lord Jesus your Lord, then you will worship him and no one else. Even in that threat of being martyred for the faith. That was the, the question, the dilemma that those early Christians had to deal with. You know, should I worship these false gods even just for once? The, you know, just coming out once a year to, to participate in the pagan religious ceremonies? Or should I not do that? And actions 
speak louder than words, right? That's what Jesus is getting at in today's gospel. If you love me, you will keep my word. And that goes for all the commandments. You know, if we love the Lord, we will keep his word. We will follow his commandments, for he is the way, the truth, and the life. And when we do that, then we will have the strength to be like those early Christian martyrs, like those saints we celebrate today, who did end up dying for the faith. What they were executed for was simply being enemies, and this was in the sentence against St. Cyprian, he was declared uh, an enemy of the state, uh, an enemy of Rome, because he did not participate in their religious practices. He did not want to give in to false worship. And it shows just how important then it is for us to worship God properly, to go to Mass on Sunday. It's something worth dying for, according to the witnesses of today's saints. And if we are to do so, then our whole life we must live out God's commandments. Love God and love our neighbor so that we already start bearing that good fruit and that good fruit will endure to the end. Now, there were some apostates during some of these persecutions that came in waves. And so the question of the time then was in the church, what do we do with these apostates? Well, Novation said they cannot be forgiven. There's no mercy for them. He also said, well, maybe they can be rebaptized. But St. Cyprian, you know, and some of the other church fathers had to clarify, no, once you're baptized, you're always baptized. You can't be debaptized. You can't be unbaptized. Once you're baptized, you're baptized forever. There is a permanent, indelible mark on your soul. And whether in heaven or hell, it will be there forever. You will always be marked a Christian. And the angels and the demons can see that mark of who's been baptized. And so this heresy at the time kind of helped clarify for the church the teachings of Christ. That once you're baptized, you're always baptized. Well then... Again, what about those who were baptized and denied Christ in the moment of persecution and worshipped the Roman gods? Well, St. Cyprian said, you know, like we profess in the creed, we believe in the remission of sins, the forgiveness of sins. You know, and that's what we heard in today's first reading, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And whether or not we fall back into sin until the moment of our dying breath, there is always that opportunity for forgiveness. Even if we were to deny Jesus himself and worship a false god, Jesus is our merciful Savior. And St. Paul he says his very purpose in coming to the world 
was to save us. Why would he not give us every chance we have while we have on this earth? And so that's why St. Cyprian says we have the sacrament of penance, to take opportunity to continue to be forgiven. You know, once we're baptized, we are completely forgiven of all sin. But as we continue to walk along this journey on earth, our pilgrimage on earth, many of us, all of us, right, we get our baptismal garments stained. We kind of get some mud or dirt on them. And yet we can have that wiped clean by the blood of Christ again in confession, in the sacrament of reconciliation. So there's always hope. St. Cyprian and St. Cornelius then provide for us really a message of mercy, that Christ is our merciful Savior, and even if we were to deny him, we always have that second chance. And they provide a witness to us, too, to not give in to that temptation to deny Christ, that even the... the uh, Faith in Jesus unto death is worth it. When St. Cyprian died, the crowd of Christians who were watching his execution, there was a mob that formed and said, you know, let us die with him too. You know, let us die with him too. They were so inspired by St. Cyprian, they wanted to join him in his martyrdom. When you know, I was a kid, the, my mom... Uh, was sharing some story about, uh, I think there's something in the news or something from history maybe, about uh, somewhere in Africa, Muslims killing uh, Christians who wouldn't convert. Uh, she asked me and my siblings, you know, if, if someone was to hold a gun to your head and said, you know, uh, you know, to deny Jesus, don't do it. It's not worth it. To die for Jesus is not only an honor, but an easy ticket to heaven in a certain sense. But again, as Jesus points out in today's gospel, we need to start, in a sense, shedding our blood daily by practicing good works, bearing good fruit, loving others, and keeping God's commandments. And only then will we be numbered among those in the, in the book of life. St. Cyprian and Cornelius they are mentioned, uh, there are the names in the Roman canon, the first Eucharistic prayer. And in there, you know, uh, as we'll hear today, there's many saints' names listed. And sometimes, you know, we might wonder, why do we have to hear all these saint names? Well, because we are all named by God. We are all known by name. We are not just a, a massless mob to Christ. Each and one of us has a name and matters to God. And those saints that we commemorate in the Roman canon are reminders of that. And in that first group before the consecration, after Mary and St. Joseph, are two groups of 12, the 12 apostles, and then the uh, group of 12 other 
early Roman saints and martyrs, each with a various station in life. So St. Cornelius being a pope martyr and St. Cyprian being a bishop martyr and then other uh, saints that represent all the various vocations we might have in life. And that those two groups of 12 touch on a special symbolism. 12 times 12 equals 144, which harkens to the 144,000 in the book of Revelation. You know, will we be among those 144,000? It's a symbolic number, but it, it symbolizes the completeness of Christ's disciples, of all the living members of his body, founded on the 12 stones of the apostles and that cornerstone of uh, Peter. Peter being that rock the church was founded on. So that's why it's so important, like St. Cyprian and St. Cornelius fought against the schisms of their time, to remain united to the church in communion with the Pope and the bishops and to pray for that perseverance that we too might be numbered among those 144,000. In the book of Revelation in chapter 14, St. John talks about this. He says, Then I looked, and behold, on Mount Zion stood the Lamb, and with him 144,000, who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. No one could learn that song which they sing, the new song before the throne, except the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. It is these who have not defiled themselves with women, for they are chaste. It is these who follow the Lamb wherever he goes. These have been redeemed from mankind as first fruits for God and the Lamb, and in their mouth no lie was found, for they are spotless. And then he goes on, he says, he sees three angels, one angel saying, Fear God and give him glory, for the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and the fountains of water. And then a second angel says, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great, she who made all nations drink the wine of her impure passion. And then the third angel saying, If anyone worships the beast and its image, and receives a mark on his forehead or on his hand, he shall also drink the wine of God's wrath, poured unmixed into the cup of his anger, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment goes up forever and ever. They have no rest day or night, these worshipers of the beast and its image, and whoever receives the mark of its name. Here is a call for the endurance of the saints those who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Write this, Blessed are the dead who from now on die in the Lord. Blessed indeed, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, for their deeds follow them. Through the intercession of St. Cyprian and St. Cornelius, may we have that perseverance to always worship God and to love Christ and laying, allowing our actions to show that, allowing our fruit to come forth. Are you a Marian helper? 
Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.